Welcome to Life After Childbirth. My name is Weslina Maxey and I'm an occupational therapist on an extraordinary path to change women's health and the care we receive postpartum. Join me as we grow together on this journey. Let's talk Life After Childbirth. Have you ever heard of the saying, it comes in waves? Depression, anxiety, anger, it comes in waves. And sometimes we know it's happening, sometimes we realize it a week after, sometimes it takes someone saying something to realize we have been in a depressive state or an anxiety-ridden state. It does, it comes in waves and... It surprises us. We think we've beat it. We think we've got away from it. And then here it is again. It shows up at our door and we feel defeated all over again. Now, of course, I'm only speaking of my own experience in this. And I'm not a licensed therapist in that aspect of mental health. I'm not a licensed doctor to prescribe or diagnose. I am just here as my own experience about life after childbirth and what all that can entail and happen. Now, November of 2021, I found myself in a depressive state. I didn't know it. I had no idea that that's what was happening at the time and on and on. And I spoke about it in the postpartum depression, postpartum anxiety, postpartum intrusive thoughts episode. And so if you want to hear more about that specifically, go to that episode and listen to that. But so that was about last December, 2022, around that area. I started therapy, something had to give, and I started therapy and started taking some medication. Well, here I am a year later, it's December of 2022. And I find myself in this funk, and I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's seasonal or if, you know, increasing my medication would help or just keeping on track with therapy and what I need to be working on. You just never know what needs to be critiqued sometimes. And I will say that therapy has helped just talking, even if it's just venting or talking about my week or if I haven't been in a month and talking about what has happened and updating her on all the things and getting a little bit of advice here and there about husband, about kids, about myself, about family. It helps. It helps venting. It helps talking. It. I know a lot of people will say, that have went to therapy will say, yes, therapy has helped. Um, Yeah, people should go to therapy when they have postpartum depression or after they've had kids. And you don't know that you need somebody to talk to. You're like, oh, I can, you know, either talk to my significant other or talk to my family, talk to my friend, or just talk to myself in my head and everything's fine. You know, that little meme that shows the dog that's on fire and it says it's fine everything's fine I feel like that's going on in my head majority of the time everything's fine it's fine but sometimes it's not fine and sometimes you do need somebody to talk to and therapy can be very beneficial talk therapy you get it all out you have that one hour of just talking about whatever you want to talk about and you can get some um 
some advice from that person. You can take nothing from that person, but they listen. They take everything in that what you're saying. And if your person, this is from my experience, remember that. But if your person is on their phone or writing notes the entire time and not making eye contact or making, like, repeating what you're saying, um, using good active listening skills, then find another therapist because there are good therapists out there. I have a great one, but I have heard stories about, you know, them writing their notes the whole time or they're on their phone or they're giving you punishments for things that you didn't succeed in the last two weeks or just things like that that shouldn't happen and then that detour people from finding a good therapist because sometimes it does take a minute to find a good therapist that vibes with you and helps you in the way that you are needing help in that time but you deserve to find that person that you vibe well with and that you can benefit from you deserve that and taking that hour whether you cry the whole time or you vent or you scream or you don't say anything it can be very beneficial just to have that moment. Shit, if you lay on their couch and you close your eyes and that's what you need to do for that hour, I'm sure they'd be just fine with that. You're paying them, so it shouldn't matter to them what you do. But sometimes that's what you need. Now, I sit in this um, sofa when I go in and we're diagonal from each other so I can look at the wall and talk and not really have to be making eye contact the whole time with her. Now, she makes eye contact with me. She is very good at active listening. She uh, responds to me and gives me advice about what I can try, um, what I can do, and she validates how I feel and all of that. But I find it, it helps me to speak about the things that I don't really want to speak about when I'm looking at the wall. Because I like to make eye contact, but sometimes you just can't get the things out that you need to say with looking at the person. Because either they might make a face that you don't agree with when you're saying the things that you're saying. And then it turns you off of whatever they're thinking because they're like, oh, you're lying because I've seen your facial expression. So I just look away. I take that out of it. Um, she responds however she responds. And I don't even see her face because I'm looking at the wall. I'm paying attention to how I'm feeling, what I'm saying, all of that. And then I go and I make eye contact and she talks to me and all that. But it does help me to look at the wall while I'm being very vulnerable and talking about something that I don't necessarily talk to anybody else about. If you haven't been to therapy, a lot of things can go the wrong way. Like, or you think they're going to they're gonna go the wrong way because of the stories that you've heard or on movies or TV shows about how therapists are. But like I said, finding the right one can benefit and improve your quality of life. As an occupational therapist, I didn't really feel like that I needed therapy because I knew kind of what I needed to do. But it, you don't. You don't know exactly what you need to do. And mental health therapy is a lot different than occupational therapy. They intertwine a lot. A lot. However, just talking and talking through things and figuring out things, as you're talking, you might figure out a huge thing that you didn't really realize until you said it out loud. Saying it out loud versus saying it in your head are two very different things. And sometimes saying it out loud can help you 
figure it out yourself. Like the therapist didn't even have to say anything. It's just you saying it out loud and working through it helps you formulate a result, a an answer to whatever is going on. If you have been to therapy, I would love to hear your thoughts on how therapy was for you. Um, if you have any advice for other people, I would love to hear it so I can let other people know what to expect or what they should have when they go to therapy. Because like I said, like if you don't know what you should expect when you are getting those therapists that say they're on their phone or they're not making eye contact or they're not really interested or they're not giving you any, any advice or they're giving you advice that you don't really feel comfortable with or they give you punishments those things shouldn't be happening like say you really want to get to the gym and you don't get to the gym that week and they give you a punishment that shouldn't be happening they should figure out why you didn't make it to the gym what can you do differently and work through that instead of be like oh you didn't do what you said you were going to do life happened and now you suck no life happened you're doing your best you're doing great let's figure out what we can do differently that will help you succeed in this next week if that's what you're wanting to succeed in there's multiple different ways to go about things in therapy there's multiple different ways of you know they might show up And they have a different perspective of the story that you tell than your perspective. And you're like, oh, I never looked at it like that. And it opens up a whole nother story or a whole nother feeling to that situation that you didn't even think about at the time. Now, I'm not saying therapy is for everyone. However, I think trying it is very beneficial to see what your triggers are, what gives you anxiety, What makes you happy? What makes you sad? What makes you angry? And how to work through those emotions and not not just not have those emotions, but work through those emotions and navigate those and figure out what works for you or your and your significant other or your kids. Like like going to therapy has helped me with my kids, with helping them regulate their emotions. Because one thing I don't want them to do is not to have emotions, not to, you know, to just shut up when they are wanting to cry. That shouldn't be happening. They should feel those feelings, validate those feelings, name those feelings, and figure out what they can do to help them feel better about that situation or what they can do differently next time or what they need to do to get through that emotion. Do they need to throw a pillow? Do they need to squish a squishmallow? Do they need to go outside and scream? Like, what do they need to do to help them? Not, hey, you don't need to have this feeling. You don't need to be screaming and crying because you didn't get your way. No. You know, why aren't you getting your way? Are you always going to get your way? How can you respond when you don't get your way? All of those things. Therapy can help you go through what you need to go through so you can help your kids go through what they are going through. And maybe even getting your kids in therapy. Can be beneficial. Depends on the situation and the person and the family. But I just wanted to have this episode to talk about things that aren't talked about for one, and to give you an option if you do need someone to talk to, and 
you don't necessarily want to talk about people that are in your life because they might judge how you're feeling, how your significant other treats you, the arguments that you have, how you're treating your kids, how your kids are treating you. They might, you know, have, you don't want them to have an opinion about it and you don't want to tell them maybe. And that's just fine. But you could have that outside person that's not in your family to talk to. Whether you have the, that you take the advice that they give or not. You are speaking out loud. You're working through it. You're figuring out what works for you, what works for your family. And if you need the advice, that they're there. If you want their advice, you take it. You know, it just is something outside of the house, outside of your family, outside of your friends that you can take or leave it, you know? But venting and talking can be very beneficial instead of just talking inside your head. If you've been thinking about going to therapy, because it took me a while to finally get the balls to finally call and make an appointment. But if you're there and that's what you want to do, do it. Either it'll improve what you're doing or you'll at least get an idea of what you need. If that's not what you need, then you can move on from that. But if you've been on the fence about it, go ahead and make the appointment. And remember, if you don't vibe with them, that doesn't mean therapy is not for you. That just means that person isn't for you. That person isn't going to help you. But another person can. You don't have to lock yourself in the bathroom and cry through it or scream or all of those things. You can find other tools. Not saying the screaming isn't great because sometimes that's what our nervous system needs. But there are also other ways to... As in my other episode about postpartum depression, postpartum anxiety, and intrusive thoughts, and even late onset postpartum depression and anxiety and all of that, just remember like you're not alone. We are here. Women are here to go to bat for you, to help you in any way that you need. So reaching out to a therapist, reaching out to friends and family and asking, hey, do you have a therapist? Start talking about this because they might need help as well and they're just not comfortable to talk about it. You just never know. And if you're feeling any of those thoughts, reach out, talk to somebody because we want you here. You are worthy. You are worthy of your love. You are worthy of your time. You are worthy to vent and talk and feel however you feel. You are worthy and you are loved. And you could be helping someone else as well. Just a little shout out to my therapist. I'm not going to say her name, but thank you for listening to me and guiding me and giving giving me your all when we're together. My goal is to reach as many women as I can to talk about life after childbirth. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please share on social media and let me know what you liked about it. If you haven't already, subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes. And if you feel persuaded to do so, leave a review so we can reach others and begin to talk more about life after childbirth.